This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan live in Surprise where Rangers just hit another dinger. The catcher, Leon, going yard, and they lead these Giants 10-4 in the, uh, in the bottom of the sixth inning, putting a hurting on these Giants. Your little revenge, little revenge game from 2010 is what I like to think of it as. But let's, uh, let's do this. Let's talk a little association, Chief. What do you say? Yes, sir. I love that idea. For the final time in Surprise, Arizona, we will go ahead and cut the lights out. We'll put the kids to bed. And as Bubba Thompson almost goes yard, the G-Bag Nation's going all the way around the rim. Yeah, he looked up uh, to us in the booth here and said that one was for you guys. He, he, he pulled that one a little bit much. Uh, tomahawked it down the left field line, and it was well uh, deep enough, but just a little bit foul. Rim session time. Uh, and really what we learned last night, how sustainable is this? Can, can blowing teams out be an effective strategy to advance into the postseason, Wolchuk? What did you think about what you saw last night and the sustainability of that plan? Second time, really, with this pairing that the offense was just way too much. Yeah, I mean, offensively, you get Luka and Kyrie playing like that, you're, you're a juggernaut. There's no question, but you're also going to be playing against some teams that have offensive firepower themselves. And it is... You know, without having your Maverick Homer glasses on, and, and, I, and of course, you know, I love the Mavericks and I want them to succeed. When you blew a 27-point lead against the Lakers and you blow a 20-plus point lead against the Sixers. 25 and, at one point. Yeah, they come, It was almost a tragedy. I mean, they come back and they rally and they, they bring that thing within four points there. In the second half, in the third quarter, it's, it, it, it makes you clinch. And it's concerning. I, I think the way this team plays defensively ultimately is going to eliminate them come playoff time. Sure. The key for them is can you just stay out of the damn play-in? And can, yeah, can we have some fun until then? Right. And, yeah. and I think absolutely you're going to have fun. Like, this is must-watch basketball. The pairing of Kyrie and Luka, it's so much fun what they're able to do, what they're able to create for, for their supporting cast. Look, if... A guy like Maxi Kleba, if a Reggie Bullock, if a Josh Green, if some of your role players are able to get hot like they did last year in the postseason run, then who knows? Yeah. Maybe you are so, such an offensive force that nobody's able to stop you and you put up 140 points a night and you're able to just outscore all of your opponents. But I think ultimately the defense is so poor, even if they are giving more lock-in effort, which they certainly did last night, that I think it's going to be too bad to overcome. But it is so much fun watching a, a pairing of Kyrie and Luke. And last night, they hit the most three-pointers as a team that they've hit all year long. Yeah, yeah tied their, career, their franchise record. 25 of them bad boys. That's the thing. Like, you needed basically offensive perfection from Luka 
and offensive perfection from Kyrie Irving, and you needed the role players all to knock down their threes just to escape at home by like five or six points. You know, that's that's kind of the problem. And Philadelphia is a good basketball team, so it was a decent arbiter. It wasn't like you ran off the floor one of these one of these lottery teams. Uh, but that's the type of stuff you're going to see. And and as you mentioned, all these comebacks, no lead is safe. Yeah. That, that's the problem. For as great as they played last night, they still had to go last-ditch effort at, at the end of the game in order to pull it out. Yeah. So it ultimately will be too big of a flaw, their defense, because you're asking too much of your offense. And on any given night, you can get what you got last night, where Luka and Kyrie are superhuman. And maybe more often than not, you get that. But are you more often than not going to get the role players to knock down all those threes? Absolutely not. And so when yeah. you run into legit playoff teams, it's just going to be too big of an ask for your offense to carry that much of a load. Yeah, you know, you could hope that the other team is a little bit cold or you're cutting off the lane and they're missing their three. Stuff like that could happen for you. I, I don't know. This thing is still early on. I, I hope that they can have more of those quarters. And we've seen they, they scored 140 in a game. They lost to the Lakers with a 27-point lead. They did it against so like in, in about 40% of the games that we've seen so far, their offense has, has just gone bananas. Now as we get to like games 20 and 30 with these squads together, can we get a little of that going in most games? Mm -hmm. And could you tighten up your defense? The problem is it is a bunch of highly skilled, finesse type of players, and you, you're kind of demanding them to be nasty and tough, and that's not who their identity is. You would have to really, really want it with a sense of desperation that we have not seen enough with this team to believe it. But uh, Tim Cato and the Athletic had some really good numbers today on on things you could build optimism off of they are the third best offense in the nba since the trade and that's pretty awesome they are averaging over 55 points uh, per game together that would make them the second highest scoring duo but that's not good enough they need to be the number one scoring duo and they need to be the number one offense in the nba by a wide margin and we'll see if over the 18 games they can do that um but then you you look at how they're creating the corner three yes before they got Luka and Kyrie, they led the league with 11.5 shot corner threes per game. And they led the league by a wide margin. There was only one other team in double digits. They've added two to that. They have added two of the easiest shots in the entire NBA, the corner three. They are now at 13.5 per game. And this is while they're ironing things out. You pick up your pace a little bit more, which I think is mandatory from Luka right now. That's what I'm using my day off if I'm Jason Kidd to get around to Luka and saying, hey, we're going to go towards much more wide-open ball movement, player movement, pretty much as our standard mode of operation. We're going to run this way that energizes the guys. Hopefully they play better defense. And we're going to try to move this as close to 15 as possible. Let's keep pushing it. Because now when we go Luka to Kyrie, Kyrie to Luka, it's creating chaos for the defense, and they're having to come out of that corner. And with two gifted passers like this and playmakers like this, you know, let's, let's try to make 25 threes per game our goal. And that's not a goal that you could hit. That's, that would be insane. But in that – That's the mindset. In that, like, revolutionizing this three-point or layup lineup and taking it to the next level with a higher pace. They need to figure out how to manage the end of games. Is what they, you know, that, that that's something they have not been able to do. Whether it's Luca take the shot, Kyrie take the shot, Bullock, whoever's taking the shot, yeah. you know, they they've got to figure out. And you know, maybe it is a, a game to game situation, but it yeah. seems like this is something that you feel like, oh, good, ball in Kyrie's hand, chance to win the game. 
oh, well, maybe he's not the guy that needs to be taking this shot, or vice versa. They need to figure out these end of game. They're going to be in a lot of tight games at the end. Yeah, for they, sure. They're just, and if they had they, that, they, 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 they play this way for 62, three games. Yeah, I think that's just, a great point because they're going to be in a lot of close games. Yeah. And, and if they'd been able to execute already, they'd have an above 500 record since the trade, and we'd be talking much differently they about it. They don't shoot free throws well, and the, their defense is really suspect. And if they, you know, and they've got to figure out the end of game situations and those those crunch time well, moments. As the, well. the free throws—that's the beauty of the addition of a Kyrie Irving. Now you finally got a free throw shooter that you go up there, and it's basically, hey, you feel confident this dude's a ninety plus percent free throw shooter. Back when you had a guy like Dirk, right? Back when you had Jason Terry, these guys are essentially automatic from the free throw line. That's what you've been lacking. Yeah. The one thing about Luca that he's always struggled with is he'll miss mm-hmm. from the stripe. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is that guy late in the game. You're confident he's going to hit those for you. I, I want the ball in his hands, you know. And I was nervous last night. They were having tr- uh, struggles getting the inbound in and getting it up court. They do every time. Yeah, okay. every game they have some type of problems with that. They yeah, really do. And and the, the the numbers on and you're right. Dawson about how yeah they're third best offense since the trade and they need to be number one and even those numbers are a little bit skewed because you had games where you you make the trade Kyrie doesn't play the first one you have Luca out but when you have Luca and Kyrie on the court together yeah that's a 129 offensive rating like it is Whoa. it is head and shoulders the best <laughs> in the sport so it's and it's already there so as you okay. mentioned and you didn't have Kleba and his floor spacing sure. in most of those games either now you have that and you can see the effect that that's already had and I love just to add on to the corner three there, as you were mentioning, they're shooting 13 and a half of them now. They were seventh best in the sport when it comes to uh, knocking those corner threes down. But since the Kyrie trade, now they're fourth. So even their percentages have gone up a little bit. I would think the the the, the space on those corner threes are maybe slightly better. Yeah. Um, and they're getting more opportunities to do it as well. So th- that's a that's a huge, huge thing. And this offense, these guys, and, and you started to see a mix in a little bit more of the Luka and Kyrie pick and roll stuff, which you're obviously not going to get a ton of. But uh, just to add more layers to the offense and, and keep these defenses on their heels it, it is going to be fun and it's just it's an emotional roller coaster their offense is so incredible and their defense is so the opposite that it's just you get two three minute stretches of the height of basketball pleasure of like i can't believe i'm watching what i'm watching and then the same feeling but just on the other side of it where how is this defense that bad yeah. you are you're dead right and, and hopefully we could get a playoff series win or at least a very interesting and competitive series but more than that hopefully you know Kyrie's uh, vibing with it pretty good he was asked if if it feels like home at the end of his interview uh, last night gave a pretty good answer everything's been an A plus with his energy and, and attitude I mean Kyrie's just been an absolute pleasure in every way yeah I, I loved his quote last night too about like how he approaches bigs like a Joel Embiid uh, when they're defending him in the paint and his quote was simply make him dance baby make him dance <laughs> make him dance <laughs> he is so dance. special and he, he is he is great at that and and I did want to mention too how cool was it last night Terrell Owens, Dutch Oven, sitting yeah. right next to each other courtside yeah. watching that offensive Maverick explosion. We asked yep. good old Dutch. We were like, hey, how was T.O.? He said he didn't talk to him much, but seemed uh, he was a nice guy. So, hey, T.O., getting out there, checking out our Dallas Mavericks. Might be tolling listening to the show as we speak. He does that from time to time. I think he follows most of us. Okay, so salute to everybody there. It's becoming a star-studded ticket, that, that's for yeah. sure. And one of the most electrifying things in all of sport. What else do we have in this rim sesh, boys? So, we uh, – I did like this quote here. Have you guys noticed some of the some of the national 
NBA talking heads and, and former players and stuff coming after uh, Nikola Jokic a little bit for like just down Why? downplaying his abilities, I guess. Uh, and Michael Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, was asked about that, and he said, quote, maybe they're just tired of this player, this non-athletic player from Sambor, Serbia, who continues to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. And it's Kendrick Perkins, right? He's the main culprit of this. Yeah. Because J.J. Redick and him have kind of gone after it. Yeah, Perkins, and uh, there might be some of that with with Shaq and these guys. I think, like, Nick Wright is a guy that's been vocal oh, about, wow. like, okay. Nikola Jokic. Not Sean, like not being Sean's deserving. old teammate there in, in Kansas City. Not that's being right. deserving of a third MVP? Yeah, I think there's there's some of that stuff. And, and – I don't know what exactly – I think the bar for NBA players historically who have won three MVPs, they, they feel like is uh, a bar that is extremely high, and other players should have done it if they're going to give Jokic his third straight MVP. I don't know. But uh, but there are people that are kind of coming after him a little bit. Like you should be an NBA champion type of thing? Yeah, which, I mean, that's, that's fair criticism. But, um, but maybe he gets it this year. Yeah, maybe maybe this is that year for sure, and then the the respect will will certainly come. But that that's the that's the one fair criticism you have. But when you watch him on a night to night basis, this dude's a an efficient triple double machine, and his team wins. It's yeah. not like he gets these triple doubles and they're inefficient, and his team continues to lose. They win. He does seemingly everything, and it's like okay, this yeah. is this is how it probably needs to he go. He just got career triple double number one hundred the other night. Uh, and they're the number one seed in the West. I mean, the, the, the guy's unreal. But if you want to give the MVP to somebody else, I mean, who, who Giannis, if you want to give it to Giannis, I'm not going to fight you for that. Yeah, I think, I think you know, there's something that, like, maybe he's not clearly better than the other two or three guys in the MVP conversation, and maybe he shouldn't win three in a row. Like, I think if you're picking teams right now, it'd be Giannis or Jokic. Um, and Embiid could be there, but he's hurt all the time. Um, so it's one of those two guys, and maybe it should be going back and forth. I don't think it's the worst criticism to say, like, hey, should this guy be getting three in a row without winning a championship? Is he really that good? It's a decent question to ask. But, I mean, he has no other superstar superstar. His supporting cast is nice, but, you know, he it, it's not like he's been the favorite to ever win the finals. Yeah. Right. I've got some uh, NBA quick hits for you as the Bucks have emerged as the front runners to sign Goran Dragic. As uh, the Mavs, I know, are always linked to him because of the Luka friendship there. Anytime he gets, he becomes available as the Bulls parted ways with him. But it ain't happening. The Bucks are, are, are the team that, that wants him now. Yeah. So that's going to the rich get richer there in Milwaukee. Maybe he can be an assistant coach for Luka or something because it's clear the Mavs do not care. You know, they have, too, they have too much of a defensive liability. They need athletic ball handlers. Yeah, Steph Curry looking to return Sunday against the Lakers. Great news for Golden State after they blew out the Clippers last night. And the Lakers are going to be without LeBron for three weeks as he will be reevaluated after three weeks with that tendon issue. And the stuff about James Harden, he apparently really is, is interested in going back to Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Are they Clubs. Gonna- are, are they are they going to build any kind of winner, or is that just where he kind of wants to ride off into the sunset? That's a, I don't know. I mean, maybe if they get Weminyama, all of a sudden you got him and James Harden, yeah. and, and next thing you know, are, are you legit again? Uh, I think you're pretty close. Although Weminyama's going to have some growing to do. It's going to be a, a couple-year process for his body to be physical enough. 
he's getting he's getting pushed around by Euro centers. Yeah, he is. He is, and and he's he's a super stud. He's got a lot of things to to love, but he is as a big man. I've seen him get pushed under that rim quite a bit. Uh, and then my favorite quote, I do want to throw this out of Kevin Durant hitting uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and more uh, about basically just hey Kevin Durant like. The, the usual suspects of criticisms on Kevin Durant. How, like, if you win a championship with the Suns right now, no one cares because you have to keep going the super team route. He says, quote, at this point, they're saying, go play with Scoot Henderson and win a championship, and then we'll give you credit. I don't need no credit from y'all. I'm like, Scoot Henderson just took a ricochet there. He didn't need that. <laughs> He's about to get drafted. This guy, yeah. and you just threw, he just, uh, he just kind of just lobbed his name out there, catching strays. Poor Scoot Henderson. There he is, KD. I, I like this version of KD more. It seems more genuine than the younger version of KD that was trying to be everybody's best friend. But uh, they're, they're, I, I, th- I think the media made him better. It'll do it to you uh, eventually. He, he, he realized he couldn't make everybody happy, so now he's just like, screw you and screw you. I, I, I just think he should do some, pu- uh, some, some push-ups and some curls. You know what I'm saying? You're starting to get in your mid-30s now. It, yeah. just, it doesn't look right if you're wearing that tank top all the time. Let's get a little definition going or something. This is a fun at-bat, boys. we got Evan Carter leading off here to start the inning in the bottom of the seventh. Okay. All right. The uh, future right here. He is the future. Is that the number one prospect? Top uh, five for sure, Currently right? in the Rangers farm system, he's number one. He is number one. Okay. Uh, top ten at 420 coming up next, Wolchuk. Where are we going with that? Ooh, I have the top ten ballpark classic foods. As we've been doing our food reviews every day here, we should have one posted any minute on the 105.3 The Fan social media pages from Brian Broaddus. What is your favorite classic ballpark food item? I got the top ten next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.